This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, July 30th, 2017. Keeping it real, chopped. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, how many have seen this show Chopped before? Okay, okay. So you know what we're talking about. If you haven't, I hope you kind of catch what's going on with it here. It's a, a show you get this basket of strange and exotic ingredients like eel for an appetizer. And ingredients at times seem kind of even at odds with each other. And you expect to create an attractive, tasty, and creative dish from these things. First an appetizer, and then another basket, you create a main dish, and then a third basket, all different ingredients, finally a dessert. The chefs have no control what's in the basket. They don't get a say in what's in there, but they can supplement it with some items from the pantry and the refrigerator. And <laughs> I love this show. We, we binge-watched one day. They had this, like, championship, and they were like, four rounds and then the champion. So we sat there for, I don't know how long, watching the whole goofy thing. I it just, think it was like, like four it was We won't hours. say, because it yeah. was just way too much. But it was interesting to see how it pared them down and finally there was a champion there at the end of the day. And so our preaching series that starts today and it will go through August, because in August we always do something that's a little bit different and a lot of fun is called keeping it real, keeping it real. And so we're going to take reality TV shows like, well, a lot of us watch a lot of different ones. Maybe, maybe you do, maybe you don't. But we hope that we've chosen ones that you're a little bit familiar with, like Chop. So today, Chop kicks it off because the whole thought of Chop kind of tells us we can learn a little bit about life. You see, for us, God gives us a basket of ingredients like we find on the show. A basket of ingredients, rather, um, on the show it's attractive, tasty, and creative. Our baskets are full of things that help us be and focus on being Christ-centered, people-focused, and life-giving. So like the baskets on the show, we have no control over what we're given, do we? Our God-given baskets include things like our family, our place of birth, the circumstances. Wow, the circumstance. Wow, that makes a big difference, doesn't it? The circumstances we're born into, our personality, our talents, passions, our style. We even have a God-given shaped, a God-shaped hole in our soul that we get. Uh, and, and, and we might not even realize it, but the only thing that's going to fill that hole is a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Uh, and one more crucial ingredient is the Bible. Now, for some of us, this was in our basket. It was like part of our family upbringing. For others, it might be one of those refrigerator or pantry items because maybe we had to go find it later. But it's just a, such a crucial ingredient uh, for each of us as we get closer to God and get closer to one another. And then there's those other ingredients from like the pantry, like uh, uh, interests that we pursue, areas of study, 
activities, the relationships we establish, the goals we set, where we spend our time and energy. Those, those are things we do have some control over that we can bring into the mix with what's, uh, what we get in our basket. What we get in our basket. When we accept Jesus Christ as our Savior, when we say, I'm going to follow you and um, learn more about you, you're the Lord of my life, we get a gift. And the gift is the Holy Spirit that comes and resides in us. And here's the really cool thing. When the Holy Spirit resides in us, we get spiritual gifts. It's like we've got this nice package and we just open it up and we get spiritual gifts as believers. The Bible tells us that. So if you are a believer, you have a spiritual gift. Or you might have two. Or you might have three. It is so cool. The Holy Spirit, though, gives us the gift. We don't get to choose. It's like, okay, Carrie, I'm going to give you this gift. Oh, no thanks, Holy Spirit. I don't want that gift. I want that gift. That's not how it works. <laughs> it's not how it works at all. We give, we get ones that God believes uh, for us. God wants us to, to not only uh, recognize and embrace, but use share that's why we're given gifts to share with us others in fact we are expected to use our gifts for the glory of god the apostle paul um, a guy who uh, was a uh, hated christians but then there was a big smackdown and he he came up as one of the leading people who preached christ throughout um, Asia, he wrote a lot of the second half of the Bible, and he talks about spiritual gifts in several places in the Bible, but we're going to share 1 Corinthians 12. 1 Corinthians 12. God's various gifts are handed out everywhere, but they all originate in God's Spirit. God's various ministries are carried out everywhere, but they all originate in God's Spirit. God's various expressions of power and action everywhere. But God himself is behind it all. Each person is given something to do that shows who God is. Everyone gets in on it. Everyone benefits. All kinds of things are handed out by the Spirit and all kinds of people. The variety is wonderful. Wise counsel, we often call that wisdom. Clear understanding, we refer to that as knowledge. Simple trust, we call that the gift of faith. Healing the sick, miraculous acts, Proclamation, we often refer to as the gift of prophecy. Distinguishing between spirits, we, we call that discernment. Speaking in tongues, interpretation of this, what's spoken in tongues. All these gifts have a common origin, but are handed out one by one by the one Spirit of God. Say the rest with me, will you? He decides who gets what and when. He decides who gets what and when we don't get to decide but i can tell you that if god gives us a gift it's what god wants us to have and that god gives us what it takes to be able to share that gift with others there are other places in scripture where we're told about other spiritual gifts ones that you might have heard about gifts like leadership administration mercy helps shepherding, teaching, giving. There's quite a list of spiritual gifts. Yeah. Um, <coughs> and so we have this basket of ingredients we're given. 
<coughs> excuse me, so to speak, including these spiritual gifts. And the question then is, what are you going to do with what you've been given? What are you going to do with it? Are you going to do something good? Or are you going to do something not so good? I'm reminded here of a poem that I came across uh, many years ago. It's a, I really like the poem. In fact, so much that Carrie's mom, uh, who's a art, who was an artist, painted me a picture with this in mind with the poem on it. It's a great little poem. Share it with you now by uh, R. Lee Sharp, A Bag of Tools. Isn't it strange that princes and kings and clowns that caper in sawdust rings and common people like you and me are builders for eternity? Each is given a bag of tools, a, a shapeless mass, a book of rules, and each must make ere a life has flown, say it with me, a stumbling, a stumbling block, block or a or stepping, stepping stone. stone. Boy, that is really a, a packed poem, especially right in the middle. Common people like you and me, did you know that you are builders of eternity? You know, God has given us tools to build eternity through what we do here and now. And our book of rules is the Bible, and some people think, you know, that's such a negative thing, a rule book, but I just value that so much because it really shows me, you know, parameters of living. We are people who really need those kinds of boundaries. We've been created with boundaries, and the, the Bible just actually gives us freedom so that we can operate in day to day. It is so awesome, the Bible. I hope you're reading your Bible every single day. God empowers us with the gift of the Holy Spirit. And we are to use the uh, spiritual gifts that we receive to help show who God is and to build one another up. It's just so awesome. It's a great opportunity for each one of us to be who God intends us to be using our spiritual gifts. Mm. And then the, the bottom line there, too, what are we going to do with those gifts? Are we going to uh, create a stumbling block or a stepping stone? It, it's up to us. It's up to us. So on the show Chopped, the contestants are given a certain amount of time for each of the courses they're preparing, more for the main course, a little less for the appetizer and the dessert. Uh, and they know exactly up front how much time it is. They're, they're reminded of how much time as they're going along. You've got so many minutes left and right up till the end. But here's the thing is, when time's up, time's up. There's no, oh, oh, when it's up, you got to step away from the plates of food. They go. Done or not. Yeah. If they look good or don't look good. If if you were able to finish or not finish. You know, if you had a problem uh, with uh, whatever it was in the kitchen, thing didn't cook like you expected. Oh well, step away. Time is up, and you are done. I guess that's true for us, as well. We only have just so much time. We're given an amount of time, but unlike the show Chopped, who, you know, they already know what they've got, and they are actually reminded, okay, five more minutes, two minutes. We aren't given that. We are given some time, but we have no idea when our time is up, when 
things are finished. We're just not told in advance, and that's why it is so important to make every single day count. Every day, treat every day as a gift from God because that's what it is. There are times when people know that they're nearing the end of our, their lives and, and you know, there's some kind of inkling, but for most of us, we really don't know. And so we are called to use our gifts each and every day with the time that we've got, no matter how much time or how little time that is. It's like I used to say to my girls every day, and they got so sick that they'd roll their eyes when they hear it coming, but I'd say, you know, are you ready for the greatest day of your life? Because it's here. And they'd say, I know, Dad. Yesterday's a canceled check. Tomorrow's a promissory note. But today is cash, so spend it wisely. Today is cash. Spend it wisely. I went over to my daughter Erin's house yesterday, and I said, can you do this? I'm not going to give you a script. Well, she, she knew it. This morning, Devin, <laughs> before praise team, Barry kind of quizzed her. She knew it, didn't she? <laughs> so funny. I must have said that may, way too many times. Cause like it's, <laughs> every day. Yeah. <laughs> because they're in their 30s and they still have it down. But that's good. But it's, it's a true. great reminder because it is true. We only have today. God may gift us with tomorrow. But how are we going to use today? God has equipped you. God has equipped us. You are shaped and formed for God's purposes. And there's a course that we have here at Connection that might help you know how you're wired. Because if you're given um, a spiritual gift, um, if you're given one Kathleen, and then Debbie, you're given the very same one, how you live that out might look different because your personalities are different and your passions are different. And so we have this great course that shows us how to put it, shows you how to put it all together and then thrive as the way God has created you. So anybody know what course I'm referring to? Network. Network. How many have taken network? Oh yeah. It is a great course. If you haven't taken it, stay tuned because we will offer another network course and it's only a couple hours and it's a great investment to learn more about yourself. Um, I got so caught up, I lost my place here. Uh, so, the gifts we're talking about here, one of the main ways we use these gifts that God has given us is to serve God and to serve one another, uh, both inside the church and beyond the walls. And um, um, we have a lot of great opportunities, both inside and outside, to serve. We have them, um, uh, the inside opportunities listed in a little brochure called iServe. We didn't give them all that, but if you have not seen one of these or you're not familiar, you can get these uh, out in the lobby on your way out. Inside, it has various ministry areas, broken out into various ministry areas, and below those, opportunities to serve. And, and the funny thing is, just like you said about different personality, different style, different whatever, you know, uh, you may have in here, um, I don't know, first impressions. Well, there's various ways to serve there. You might enjoy being the outside. You might enjoy being out there in the parking lot and just saying hi to people as they come in. And, or you might enjoy hospitality, seeing, uh, setting up like food and coffee and that kind of stuff because that's, you know, that's a gift. Hospitality is one of the gifts. Um, or maybe setting up and tearing down chairs. Uh, you know, uh, 
I think that's for the real introverts. You know, you come in here kind of by yourself and quietly, you know, kind of unseen and, and, and you do that sort of thing. But there's all kinds of opportunities across the board in order to use those gifts. So we would encourage you, if you're not familiar, to pick one of those brochures up uh, when you leave today. And so in your program, if you'll all open up your program, please, there's an insert. I hear I, hear. I don't hear any rattling. Okay, I'm hearing it now. Thank you. There we go. Okay, so at fan. the top yeah, of your sheet, what does it say? Critical serving needs. Critical. So we've taken a look across the board at where there are some gaps, and you're seeing them right here. And so we're asking you, and Alan, you know, the first two services, we do not have very many sheets out there. And so I'm going to issue 11 o'clock a challenge to beat 9.45 and 8.30 in, in this. Pray about it. If you're not serving somewhere, pray about where God might be leading you. And then just turn this in at guest services. These are the critical needs. I want to point out um, in the arts, it really, we love uh, music ministries. One of the things that is near and dear to my heart. And it always sounds like we've got it together but we have needs there's there's holes and so we want to invite any musicians to be a part of our team but also we want to simulcast our services so we need camera operators we need additional computer operators audio engineers so please please consider um making a difference using your gifts at connection church and see there's a perfect example we're in that one area somebody who's up here singing with a microphone, it's a very different gift mix than somebody who's back there running a camera right. or uh, in, in, the, in the tech area. Two very different things all under that same area of serving. Okay, so back, back to this show, uh, Chopped, you know, Chopped. I, I guess it could be called Chopped because most chefs do some chopping as they prepare a meal, but I don't think that's why it's called Chopped. I think it's called Chopped, maybe a double meaning, but the main meaning is because if you're on that show, each round, the appetizer round, the main course, the dessert, it starts with four, and then after the appetizer round, one of those four chefs gets chopped, and they're not on the show. And then they don't even get to go to the next round. And then the main course, there's three chefs. At the end of the main course, after the, after the uh, uh, master chefs have done their critiquing, <laughs> only two remain because one of them has been chopped. So then after the dessert round, it's just at dessert round, there's two people. And actually, they're looking at not just the dessert, but what they've done the whole time up there, their entire uh, body of work for those three, uh, three courses. And the, and, the, and the master chefs, they look at the, uh, the presentation, the taste, and the creativity. And at the end of that last round, only one remains because the other one got the other one got chopped and the champion then remains but here's some really good news god doesn't work like that you will never get chopped isn't that awesome god is here to encourage you and love you and help you be all you can be to be the person that god uh, planned when god first thought of you in your very special wiring you are unlike anyone else and God did that on purpose so that you could 
um, come into that real relationship, that, that hole in your soul would be filled in the relationship with Jesus, and then be able to thrive and flourish using your gifts. God does not work like the chopping block. And you know what? Some people think that God is like, okay, you're going to mess up, but you are chopped out of there. I don't want to have anything to do with you. And that can't, God can't be like that. That's the very character of God is love. God equals love. You will never get chopped. There's a great scripture found in Isaiah. I'd like to share it with you. Isaiah 41, verse 10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. You will not get chopped. He is with you always. Always. And desires a relationship with you. Instead of chopped, God wants us to be all that he created us to be. Wants us to use those ingredients in the basket, along with the stuff from the pantry and the refrigerator, wants to use those for his glory and for the benefit of those around us. You see, God loves us. As Carrie said, God equals love. God loves you. God loves me. God wants us to love him and those around us in that same way. That's why he sent his one and only son, Jesus, the Christ, the Savior, that when we believe in him, when, when we give our hearts to him, when, when we have a personal saving relationship with him, we will not perish, but we will then live through eternity with God. He, John 3.17 tells us, Jesus did not come to condemn us. He didn't come to condemn you or condemn me. He came to save us to save us from our sins, save us from that which separates us from God and from one another, save us from ourselves so that we might realize an eternity with him, just as we talked about in that prayer earlier, building for eternity. That's what Christ offers. And so our question for the day, actually it's two questions, What's in your basket? What are you going to do with it? What's in your basket and what are you going to do with it? If you don't know what's in your basket, take network, but don't wait for that. Just step out, sign up for something. It's not a life sentence. Just sign up, try it out for a couple months. If it doesn't click, we'll try something else. That's the way it works. You will not get chopped. You're not going to get chopped by God, and you're not going to get chopped around here because we're all in this together. We value, one of our core values is team. We value one another, and we work together in our mission to connect people with Jesus and the new life he offers. We have such an awesome opportunity here, and when we move up the road eventually, it's going to be awesome, the amount of people who God gives us to make a difference, to share his love. You will not get chopped. You'll only be encouraged to be all that God intended you to be when God first thought of you. That's the good news of the gospel. 
Let's believe it and let's live it. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Mighty God, thank you so much for the way that you've wired us. And, you know, I have to at times ask you to forgive me for wanting to be a different way or for saying, well, I want that gift and not this gift. But, God, you give us what you give us and help us celebrate that and use it. Use our gifts to glorify your name and to build up those around us. Thank you for the opportunity to worship today. And thank you that uh, you never, ever, ever chop us. That there's no place where we can be, there's nothing we can do where you would turn your back and say, I'm done. But you would only love and care and correct and guide us every step of the way. We love you, Lord. And we thank you for this day and the opportunity to worship. I pray this in the name of the Father and the Son and by the power of the Holy Spirit. And everybody agreed and said, Amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus.